This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Thanks for listening to the For the Campus podcast, where each week we sit down and have discussions about Christian faithfulness in the college campus. To learn more about City Church Tallahassee and our ministries, head to citychurchtallahassee.com. What's up, guys? My name is Kevin Fan. Thank you so much for joining us on the For the Campus podcast. We're starting a new relationship series here in February, going through Ephesians 5, and um, Hunter allowed us to get some student leaders together and discuss some topics on relationships. And I'm probably way too excited to, uh, to be a part of this and host it. But uh, before we get started, just wanted to introduce everyone that will be on this week's. I think it might change up every week. I'm not sure. But right now we have Becca. Hi. We have Pastor Hank. That's Resident Hank. Resident Hank. <laughs> and we have Emma. Hello. Yeah. And so I just want to say before we start this, um, we're going to try to use some scripture. And where we use scripture, we hold that to an incredibly high standard. And we want to take that seriously uh, but everything else is our opinions and so please have grace with us um, if we come back and say that we were wrong on some things that's like very possible so please have grace with us and we hope you enjoy this let's hop in um, what is the purpose of singleness and anyone can take that off the bat I mean I'll, I'll jump in first um, I'd say that God has a purpose for singleness in your life as much as he has a purpose for any other um, point in your life and so um often people you know will think of singleness as less than marriage um, but paul certainly doesn't think so in uh first corinthians 7 um where he says that he wishes that all were like him single because when you're single you can focus on the lord um and he's saying that you have less to focus on other than the lord when you're single and when you're married, you have more to focus on that isn't the Lord. You have a wife and most likely you will have children. Um, and so really um, the purpose of singleness is, you know, using that time to glorify God. That's good. I've heard it said before that uh, Paul saw his singleness as a blessing. And a lot of us in college right now see it as a curse, you know. And so I just thought, man, what a... I mean, you don't get to be single forever. You know, and marriage is great. But, like, yeah. I just know a bunch of guys in CCU right now who use their singleness so well, um, serving in youth, um, leading small groups. And, like, they just wouldn't have as much time as they do if they weren't single. And then I look back at CCU and all the men that have influenced me, and I've had a lot of just single older guys influence me before they got married. And just, like, the fact of the matter is once they got married, I just didn't get to see them as much because they had to worry about taking care of their wife and their family. And so... Um, yeah, I just know a lot of guys that have used their singleness well throughout this ministry. That's good. 
Anyone else? It's okay if not. Next question. Is it wrong to desire a relationship? Um, no, I definitely don't think it's wrong to desire a relationship. I think that it's important um, to make sure it's not your top priority and the number one thing you're after um, in life. Um, and I think in the Bible, you don't see like um, like a marriage is like the number one thing that you should be striving for as an individual. Mm-hmm. Um, so you should definitely desire the Lord more over um, a relationship, but it's definitely not wrong to desire one. Mm-hmm. Um, relationships are great, and they are a very useful thing in the kingdom of God, but um, they're not like the end-all, be-all mm-hmm. of everything. And it is God's design. So I would mm-hmm. say that if you desire a relationship, you'd be, you'd be right to do so. Yeah. I would just ask, how much do you desire it, and do you desire it for the right reasons? Anyone else on that one? Yeah, so, I mean, it, if you're single and one day you want to be married, mm. like, I think that is a good thing. And I think that comes from the Lord. Um, because in Genesis 2, in the garden, when God has created Adam and all these things, he sees that Adam is alone. And this is in Genesis 2, verse um, 18. Then the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. So... God created relationships. He created the marriage relationship when he brought Eve to Adam. And so if you're desiring a relationship, I really think like that's a good thing. But like Emma said, you cannot put it above the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, Like the Lord has to be your priority. Um, And that is not to say that when I make the Lord my priority, then I will be, (laughs) you know, then I will be given a girlfriend or a boyfriend. No, that like, we're not supposed to be playing mm-hmm. some kind of like chess game with God. It it really is like the Lord is my desire. And if he chooses to give me a husband or if he chooses to give me a wife, um, I will be so glad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that odds are that you'll probably get married. That's how like the statistics work. I've heard it said that 80% of these of the people in this world get married. And so like if you're like, I'm never going to get married, you're probably like 18 to 22. Listen to this. Maybe a sophomore here at CCU, like you have your whole life ahead of you. Yeah. Um, I'd also say that if you're like just super discontent right now as a person, getting married is just not going to fix all of that. Um, and it's not going to solve all your wants and needs. Getting into a relationship probably cause more issues. And so if you're super discontent right now um, as a single person, I would just be careful not to be, think, oh, if I get into a relationship, then I'll be content because yeah. odds are that's just not, not going to work like that. I would just really look for what's the reason I'm discontent. Is it because I'm lonely? Is it a sin issue? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I can speak for, like, Emma and I have been married about six months now. When you get married, most of the time, a lot of your issues just become <laughs> bigger. Like, the ones yes. that were so small, and you're yeah. like, oh, this is just myself. Then you add a spouse to it, who now you're one flesh, and so you're one person, and then you hurt them more deeply, and then your little issues become much bigger issues. Mm-hmm. And so your discontentment beforehand will just grow when you get married. And so you really, that's why you got to seek the Lord first. Like, mm-hmm. you really want to make sure you're in this for the Lord before you're in it for a wife Mm -hmm. for sure and I would just say that again like it's not wrong to desire a relationship but just checking the intentions of your heart and analyzing why you are desiring a relationship is it because like the Lord has created us for this purpose um, to be in relationship with one another or um, are you seeking something else out of this relationship are you doing it because you just feel lonely or because you think that it's going to fix your problems like you guys said 
Um, or are you doing this to, to be another way for you to glorify God? That's good. Next question. How do I know if I should pursue a relationship? So hypothetical CCU student, he's out there, she's out there, um, and they're like, man, should I pursue a relationship right now? Let's say they're 21, junior in college. I think that this is just something that you have to pray about and kind of know yourself. I mean, are you ready for a relationship? Well, that's kind of for you to ask yourself. I think that you can um, go to wiser, older people in the church, like to your mentor, to someone you would like to be your mentor, just ask them to get coffee and ask them, hey, do you think I'm ready for a dating relationship that I would hope would turn into a marriage? Um, and hopefully like your friends around you can see things in you that they're like, maybe you'd want to wait, yeah. right? For it, maybe you need to like kill this sin or, or change this attitude or, you know, fix the discontentment before you, yeah. um, get into one. So ask, I'd say be like real with yourself and then ask, ask people older and wiser than you to give you some advice on Yeah. It. And being open to what they say and not being like, yeah. All right, if they're like, Hey dude, no, you're not ready. You're waking up at like 10 AM every morning, you know, and not yeah. being like, <laughs> not being like, Oh, what, what are you talking about? You know, like mm-hmm. yeah, people, people care. Any yeah. other thoughts on that? Um, yeah. What do y'all think? I think like we just said, like we are designed to be in a relationship with other people and, um, more likely than not, like, that is God's plan for you, but um, I think that you do need to, like, analyze your heart and in, in, in judging if you are ready. Like, there are more specific questions that you could ask yourself. Um, like, is there unrepentant sin in your life? Yeah, are you struggling with a lot of sin? Are you coming out of... Do, do you struggle already with a lot of relationships in your life? Mm. Um, do you need to make amends in a lot of relationships in your life? Do you mm. feel like you're responsible and mature in your faith? Do you feel like, you know, if you're if you're just coming to college, for example, and um, you maybe, like, didn't have the best relationship with your parents or you're just coming out of a lot of chaos and you're just really figuring out what it means to follow Christ, do I think that it's best for you to enter into a relationship where those things may not be able to be your main focus? Probably not. Um, but I feel like you, one, need to have a good, solid foundation of your faith, um, of understanding the gospel, of good spiritual disciplines. And then also on top of that, are you already working in the relationships in your life currently in a godly way? Um, we can end it right there. Let's, <laughs> let's pack it up now. Um, any other thoughts? Yeah, I would say, I mean, maybe a harsh take. Someone else could prove me wrong and I'd be okay with it. But I'd say if a godly guy or like a kid was sitting with me, like a, a sophomore um, in college, and he was like, how do I know if I should pursue a relationship? I'd be like, man, are you reading your Bible every day? If not, I would say, bro, you need to get that, get that straight oh, yeah. before. And then, I mean, not to get super intense, but if you're a guy and you're like watching pornography every night or even still like really like struggling or fighting against that, I don't want to put like a week or once a month or whatever it is, but dude, you need to kill that sin before. Yeah, that's um, got to die getting into a relationship and I would say I mean just the facts are that most college guys are probably struggling with that you know and so I would get that under control I would talk to your city group leader um I mean come up to me and Hank after after a service like yeah like you got to get that crap together that's affecting your mind more than you realize so if you're struggling with with that um as a guy or as a girl I would say man you're probably not ready for a relationship as harsh as that is but it's really not that harsh (laughs) no that's like that's the unrepentant sin thing and 
Like it, it's something you really do just need to get under control before you get married. Because like I said, when you get married, normally small problems turn into bigger ones mm. because then you're caring for, it's not just your soul. Yeah. Like you are having to, if you're the, especially if you're the man, you're caring for someone else's soul too. And, um, your wife certainly does care for your soul as well. So yeah, that's good. I'm glad you brought that up, Kevin. For sure, man. Uh, quick question. So quick answer on this one. Should a student pursue a relationship if they can't get married in the foreseeable future? Let's say if they can't get married within two years, should they be in a relationship? That's two years of just kind of just hanging out. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I would say yes. Uh, me and right. Hank's experience was we dated for four years, engaged right. for one. So we were together for five years before we got married. Um, I think if you see it being a long time, um, there's definitely a lot of things that you should um, just be, well, just be like watchful over, yeah. um, like not getting too reliant on each other or um, too dependent on each other. Cause it's very easy when you are with someone for a long time. multiple years, yeah. like to start forming those yeah, habits. Um, but I, I don't think it should like make you reconsider mm -hmm. dating the person. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say yes. If it's like two years, yes. Emma and I, we were in high school, so it was... There was no shot we were getting married. No shot. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I thought maybe there'd be a shot, but then I was like, wait, I don't have a job. How could there be a shot? Um, but I'd, I'd say yes. Yeah. And uh, not to put you on blast real quick. Oh, go ahead, Emma. I also, yeah, I would just say like, if it is going to be for multiple years, surround yourself with people that will actually keep you accountable mm. yeah, and realize good. that like sexual sin is real and the temptation is real. So people that will actually ask you the hard questions. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if you see yourself going into that, make sure your friends are aware that like they need to keep you accountable. Yeah. And y'all didn't kiss for how long? <laughs> like two, two years. It was all, it was pushing three years when we got married. Yeah. So. so like tell that story real quick. Like, I guess, I'll let one of y'all do it. I'm not telling y'all story for you. Yeah, so <laughs> we had been dating for a couple of years, and we knew that we would have to keep dating for a couple of years. Um, and we had, like, we had kissed before we got married. Um, it wasn't like we didn't kiss until we got married. We just, like, were struggling a little bit, and we were like, we like this has to die. You know, like, we can't just, like, live out a dating relationship in sin. So we just decided we'll just not kiss until we get married. Um about almost two years into our relationship mm -hmm. um and then from then on we just didn't kiss and um i just wouldn't recommend kissing <laughs> if you're in a relationship because yeah. hmm. it you know can very easily lead to making out and then yeah like down a rabbit hole you mm -hmm. don't want to go down yeah and i would say like it's it's definitely hard because we don't see dating in the bible so we don't have all right. of these things just perfectly like um, explained for us so we have to like try to use our discernment um, and like pray to the Lord for wisdom on these things but um, I think like when you're dating someone it should be more like a friend relationship and it should be more like they're your brother in Christ but like you are pursuing marriage with this person mm -hmm. um, and so I think like for me that for me that looks like taking the physical aspects out of it because it's not a marriage mm -hmm. um and you you just want to be careful with that yeah Becca, any thoughts on that 
It's okay if you don't. I think that for someone, maybe an RA during the college ministry, um, and and you, I know in your question you asked like in two years, but like if, if for like the unforeseeable future, you don't know, or you're not in a position to get married or like that's not on your heart, mm-hmm. I don't know if it would be wise to seek out a relationship. Mm-hmm. I think if you're already dating someone that that's maybe a different scenario, but if you are in a place where you don't see marriage happening for you and there's wisdom behind that reasoning that seeking out a relationship may not be wise for you at that moment i agree with that yeah do you agree no i agree yeah i think it's like there's two different situations like if you you want to be with this person and you want to marry this person but like you're a freshman in college sure so so like it'll be a couple years Mm -hmm. but like if you as an individual are like you don't see yourself getting married and mm-hmm. you don't want to maybe get married relatively soon then yeah you probably yeah. shouldn't like yeah, pursue a relationship yeah. right yeah, just wrecking hearts left and right if you're doing that <laughs> yeah um all right next question if um i guess hypothetical if you're going through a breakup or if someone i guess asks you out and you don't i don't know is saying i want to focus on my relationship with god a viable reason for not wanting to enter into a relationship? Ooh, spicy question. <laughs> Goodness. <clears throat> I don't see why not. Like, I don't I don't see why it wouldn't be a viable answer. I, I feel like this can go two ways, too, of this may be a wise answer and someone um, expressing their discernment of, I don't think that I'm in a place with my faith where I can enter into a relationship and I need to grow in my faith and grow in my disciplines and my leadership skills and other maybe personal things that I'm working through before I enter a relationship. Or this can be someone who is maybe fearful of entering a relationship or maybe doesn't have the right view of what it looks like to enter a relationship and thinks that, okay, if I get into this dating relationship, then my focus is on them, which should not be the case, right? Because our we should always be focusing on our relationship with God, whether we're in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. any other kind of relationship. So I think that if someone gives this exact answer, that it it may need to um, be dug a little deeper of, are you saying this because you think that, you know, your attention will not be on God in a relationship? You, you probably shouldn't enter one anyway, but um, that we should probably reframe our perspective of what it means to be in a dating relationship what if sophomore hypothetical guy asks girl a girl out and she says i just want to focus on my relationship with god and and the girl knows it's just like man this is just not going to work out you know is that i mean obviously i don't i don't think it's a good cop out but like what what are our thoughts there i, I feel like i've heard that just a lot out of a lot of girls too yeah. not personally good little sorry like <laughs> <laughs> Can I say something real quick? Yeah, what's up? I'm sure Emma will probably finish my statement. <laughs> Using God as your cop out yeah. to For say anything. to yeah. say no to someone when you should just say no to someone is not. I don't think it's good. Because another guy might walk into mm-hmm. your life, yeah, yeah. and you'll be like, "Oh, okay," <laughs> you know, when you were just using that for a cop out. Uh, yeah. So I just have. I just think you have to check Brutal. your heart and decide, like, am I using this for a cop-out or do I genuinely just want to focus on my relationship with the Lord? Yeah. 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 And mean it. Yeah. And mean it. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of my best friends, she, like, committed to herself that she would be single for, like, 
a year, two years, um, and she's done it. And pe- people would ask her out, but she would tell mm-hmm. them, like, I, like, need this time. Yeah. So I think if you're, like, seriously using it for that, I yeah, think it's a great thing. Jesus says to let your yes be yes yeah. and your no be no. So don't go making an oath that isn't wise. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, quick answer. For the girls, what is a good way to say no to a date? Not for you, Hank. Not for me either. That's fine. That's fine. I want to hear the answer to this. I, yeah. Um, I will just say one thing. If you do not want to go out on a date with them, tell them that. Don't say yes just to go home and text them a couple hours later saying, never mind. Let me just bring in some commentary here. If I go out and I ask a girl out and she says yes, you know what I'm doing? I'm going back to the homies. And we're <laughs> we're dapping it up. Everybody's getting hype. You know? You're going back to Crabtree House, yeah. right? And all and the then, guys are and going then crazy. You get back to the house, and, and <laughs> you're like, bros, you're not going to believe what just happened. <laughs> she just said, never mind. And everyone's like, no. I know that we're going to dive into this a yeah. little later, too, but I think that, firstly, <laughs> save this thing back up. <laughs> We're sinking here. Okay. All right. I think, firstly, the guy needs to be clear that he is asking the girl out on a date. Oh, yes! What? That's so fast. We'll, we'll, dive, we'll dive into this later, yes. too. But I think that it needs to be clear that the guy is asking a girl out on a date so that she can give the proper response and not get heat later yeah. for, for the way that she was responding to the mm-hmm. situation. Um, but I also think that girls need to maybe have more grace and more gentleness when it comes to the response and just knowing that it's it's really hard for a guy to put himself out there and face yeah. rejection and that fear of rejection is is real um so i think that the girl needs to have grace in her response but i understand that sometimes it could catch you off guard and you yeah. you know you freeze yeah. up in the moment for sure yeah, so i think yeah. that there needs to be grace on both sides i agree of, yes i know it's hard for this guy to you know come up and ask a girl out on a date not knowing what the answer will be and also for the girl who is maybe caught off guard mm-hmm. or, you know, is in front of her friends or whatever, or might be having like a rough day, whatever it may be that, you know, she needs to have grace in her response and not, if there's hesitation or if there's, um, if she's unsure, I think that there needs to be grace with that as well. But for both sides to just be clear, like mm-hmm. I am asking mm-hmm. you out on a date, will yeah, you go yeah. out on a date with me? Yes. And also yes or no. And you know, if, yes if you no. feel like an explanation is needed or, yeah. you know, warranted mm-hmm. that, that you can give an explanation because, I or don't know, like I'm seeing someone a girl, else a very clear, can I think about it? Yeah. yeah. I think is, I That's like, good. Yeah. if I ask a girl out on a date and she say, can I think about it? I would say, of course you can think about it. <laughs> yeah. no. I'd much rather get, can I think about it, than yes, and then a no later. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that has been my response before. It's, I think that there can be room for that as well. Like mm-hmm. if, you, if you are unsure or if you do feel frozen in the moment that you don't need to agree to this or mm-hmm. you don't need to shut it down because you're afraid, like take a breath and let it be what it is. And, yeah. and it's okay to think about that. And For sure. And I'll say one more thing on this and then we need to keep this thing moving. Becky, you've, all, you've also pointed out to me that like it's hard for a girl to have to say no to a guy, you know, like to his face. Like the guy gets to like take days or weeks or months if you're not 
quick about it to ask a girl out you know um and then these guys all everyone's laughing right now um and uh you get to like think of all like the perfect words to say you're in your car you're reciting it right. whatever not me of course um but and then you like put it on the girl and the girl's just like uh you know they're just like for sure uh, i have no time to think about this after and he's just like looking me in the eye so that's hard you know and so i think there should be should be grace there as well all right next question what should i be looking for in a guy or girl um that i want to pursue in a relationship i guess i will start with girl um so a couple things first i think that you first want to think about where you are meeting this girl because like the best place to meet a Christian girl is going to be where Christians meet, and that is the church. Um, sometimes, I'm sure that through the Lord's providence, you could meet a girl somewhere else at a restaurant with another friend. Maybe you're at, I don't know, like a NASCAR race, and you meet someone, what? right? But those are weird circumstances to meet someone, right? That's why you're laughing, because it's, it's like, yes. exactly. So where are you going to meet a Christian woman if you want to meet one? Where Christians meet, at the mm -hmm. church. Um, and so that's the first thing. You're you know, know the right place to look. If you are claiming you're a Christian and you want a Christian wife, but you're at the bars looking for a Christian wife, mm. you're not going to find one there. Yeah. That is not where good Christian women hang out. Um, and so that's what I think about. Um, then from there, you want someone who's godly. So mm -hmm. you want someone who is actively reading their Bible. You want someone who you hear talking about, you know, I am praying for these people. Like you want it, someone who's godly reads their Bible, someone who's prayerful, someone who's full of wisdom, right? And so when you talk to this person, you feel like they have wisdom about things, and this isn't some worldly wisdom. This is wisdom from the scriptures. A lot of what I'm saying is um, from Proverbs 31. You want a woman who is strong, who is like dedicated to things, um, that's not flippant about things. Um, and you, you really want a woman whose first priority is the Lord mm -hmm. and to glorify God with everything in their life. Um, a lot of those things translate to the guys. Um, Emma, when you started dating me when I was like 17, I probably <laughs> didn't look much like that. Um, I probably thought I did, but it, looking back, I, I know I didn't. Um, but there, I mean, like there's a lot to think about. This is the biggest decision you, you will ever make is who you marry. It is like it is your life partner for the rest of your life, and you only get one shot. Dang, girl, you kind of freaked me out there. All that. Dang. <laughs> well, don't. That's good don't though. Yeah, yeah. Don't like that. Shouldn't <laughs> cause you to freeze up. That should cause you to be excited mm -hmm. about this person. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. if you feel like I, <laughs> that sounded good. I'm, I've been watching this person. No, but if you feel like <laughs> like you've been friends with this girl for a long time, mm -hmm. or maybe not a long time at all, but you've been with groups in groups with them, you've hung out with them, you see them at church. You hear them in your city group talking about the Lord, and you're like, this girl seems godly. Like, why would you not ask her out on a date? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think for, um, like, the guy side of it, um, something that my mentor, Laura Thickpin, actually, like, said. Shout out. Yeah, shout out. Um, said to me one time is when you are going to marry a man, you are saying that like they are worth you submitting to and so like if we look at Ephesians 5 where Paul like explains that marriage is um, a representation of Christ and the church the woman's role in that is to submit to her husband as 
um, the church submitted to Christ. So I think there's a lot that can go into that. So the woman's role is to submit to um, their husband as the church does to Christ. So like you are looking for a man that is worth you submitting to um, and that can be a lot of different things but like mainly looking at is he a good listener like does he listen to others well um, is he not in things just for himself like does he think of others is he a good leader does he have the potential to be a good leader um, because he will be leading you he will be leading your family um, and like Hank just said like yeah, he wasn't all those things perfectly when he was when we started dating, but I could see that the Lord was working in his life, and he had a desire to become those things, and I wanted to be a part of it. Um, so whoever you're considering or whatever, they may not like perfectly be these things, um, but you want to be able to look at their life and um, see the trajectory of it and see that they are like on their way to becoming these things um and the like other side of it like for the guy looking for um a potential wife they're called to lay down their lives for their bride for their wife just as christ did for the church so that's a pretty big like thing as well and i don't know if you guys want to like talk about that but like um just characteristics in a woman or in a potential wife that is worth like laying your life life down for because that i want to do this right because that those are the like two big things that we see in scripture that's good for sure the only thing i would add is like it's easier to know these things when you're maybe have been friends with this person for so long um but if you're thinking of asking someone out on a date or maybe it's your second or third date i think that vetting your sources um going to the leaders in the church um does this person have a mentor Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um things like that do they regularly attend church are they committed to serving their church what does that look like for them i think that it's good to to seek out advice from people that know them well what is their reputation in the church Mm -hmm. do people do people know who this person is are they a regular member um learning things like that and then also like our just having biblical standards of what you're looking for in a guy or a girl. So to sum up what Hank and Emma said, just mm-hmm. someone who models Christ well and is desiring to do that better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we speak about what women should also look like in a man from like our perspective? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just have a couple of things that I think of off the back. Like there are a lot of men who seem like they can't commit to anything. Um, like that's, you mm. don't you don't want to marry a man that cannot even commit to doing his homework. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how how is he going to commit to leading you his entire life if he can't wake up before twelve? Like yeah. why would I why would I you know, and a lot yeah. of people are, you know, younger and we're learning these disciplines. Um, but you want someone who is like when they say I'm committed to this thing, like Becca, your examples, like the church, like they are in it. They serve on Sundays. Like most Sundays of the month, they serve, they attend service, they lead a city group, they attend regularly a city group. Um, you want someone with commitment, you want someone who you feel like can lead you. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean this person has to be a natural born leader of the masses. 
This person just has to show the capability to make wise and strong decisions for you and most likely your children, right? He's the one that you're going to have to submit to your entire life. So look for someone that leads well. Um, and, and really the same thing I said for the girls, I will say for the guys, like girls look for a man who loves the Lord more than he will ever even try to love you, right? His relationship with the Lord should be the most important relationship, um, in his entire life. That's good. I would also just tack on to the end of it. Um, as you're pursuing these things, you should also like want to be the, these qualities, right? Oh, so yeah. as you're pursuing like a, a girl or a guy with these qualities, you better be making sure you're doing these things, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm pursuing a girl who's like disciplined and wakes up early, but I'm waking up <laughs> at 11, 11 a.m. every morning. It's like, what? Uh, and then just to add some scripture real quick to it. Uh, if you're looking for things in a guy uh, in First Timothy 3, um, these are things for an overseer, but we in our mentor group went over them. I think they're good qualities for a guy. Just in general, um, above reproach, the husband of one wife, sober-minded, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, uh, meaning able to teach his family one day, not just the whole church, not a drunkard, not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money, um, and so many, so many more things. So um, that's good. And then for the ladies, something to look for or look for in a lady. Proverbs thirty-one thirty, um, charm is deceptive, and be, be, uh, excuse me, beauty is fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. And there's yeah. a lot more in, in Proverbs yes. 31. I think that's just the <laughs> end Some of it. really good stuff in there to look for in yeah. a woman. Um, keeping this thing rolling, what is an appropriate way to ask out someone in a college ministry? I'll tackle this one first. Come on. <laughs> Go for it. Um, I well, we were kind of already talking about it before. but um, Okay, so in, in asking someone out, guy should ask the girl. Um just being clear and also being aware of how she may feel in this scenario so like we were mentioning before like this guy might be planning to ask out a girl and he has all this time beforehand however long a day a week a month longer um to plan this out and he's talked to his friends about this and he knows exactly what he's going to say and he's planned how it's going to go and then a lot of times i see this happen like it's at you know, especially in a college ministry, Mm -hmm. um, if this is at one of the services, um, he walks up to the girl and asks, you know, if he can talk to her for a second and and all the friends are standing (laughs) around, (laughs) right? Like all the girl's friends are like, oh no, like he's definitely going to ask her. And then all the guy's friends are like, what's she going to say? Oh, this is so the situation. (laughs) I know. And there's so much pressure. (laughs) And I think that, I mean, not to make it more serious than it is, because I feel like you do have a lot of freedom in in the way that you do this and, and execute this and use your own judgments, but that not every girl, like one, it, it could really ca- catch them off guard. And if, if you have all of your pride and hopes in like this one moment, just like a second of her hesitation could tear you down, you, you maybe need to lo- like lower those expectations before going into it. But also from the girl's point of view, not every single girl was raised in like a nice Christian mm-hmm. home and is waiting for her first boyfriend to ask her out, you know, and is waiting to be rescued by Prince Charming. Like a, a lot of us do have trauma and have gone through some pretty difficult things in relationships with guys, whether that was a father or um, a boyfriend or something like that. And so a lot of these things could be triggering. So for you to just walk up to a random girl and say like, hey, I think you're beautiful. Like want to go out sometime or mm. it, it could be like the smallest thing and maybe your intentions are good. But I think you need to be conscious of 
of how you're presenting yourself and am I making this girl who who I want to ask out on a date feel comfortable right yeah and am I am I going into this situation as best as I could and just being really intentional with that and being mindful of making her feel as comfortable as you've Mm -hmm. made yourself feel comfortable and knowing exactly what you're going to say and all the prep and planning that you've put into that for yourself for sure yeah let's talk about vibes for a second talk about vibes for me vibes you got (laughs) you got to catch a little bit of vibes am i Mm -hmm. right em yeah interesting okay so So yeah come on i am i'm (laughs) against the i look across the room and there she is let me go up and ask her on a date i am for the I look across the room and there she is. I'm going to go talk to her. Mm. You go talk to her for a little bit. You're catching some good signals, right? Uh She's interested. Uh You know, you don't just go up and you're like, hey, I think you're beautiful. (laughs) You want to go on a date with me? (laughs) That puts you and her in a very uncomfortable position. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you got to, you know, maybe this person is in your city group. Great way to catch some vibes. Right? Oh, you're, you're specifically on Mondays, right? Yeah, come to our city group. Right, you you talk to this girl every city after every city group, and she seems really nice, and she seems to be nice to you. She doesn't have to be like extremely yeah. clear yeah. that like I want you to ask me on a date, but at least enough that like you guys get along, and you, she's not actively trying to like get out of conversations <laughs> with you like you just gotta know you know yeah yeah, yeah for sure yeah. yeah the other thing i would say is just when you ask a girl out on a date be clear that it's a date like say be clear, date be clear about your intentions don't just say do you want to go out for coffee use the word date use would you like to word... go on a coffee date with me that's a better yeah because the worst thing you would want is for a girl to say yes but then like leave the date and her not even know that it was a date or be walking into it not knowing that it's a date so just too many of those stories yes me too it's a very easy fix just use the word date which (laughs) which i understand for the guys a little bit daunting yeah but don't you want the girl you're going on a date with to know that it's a date i would want that yeah part of growing up right um (laughs) off of that real quick what if i walk into ccu and i see this girl and i'm like man she's cute top top half of her face i guess because she has a mask and like um but you just like can't break into the friend group you know there's like these eight girls and they're always like blinking arms i don't know you know on top of the circle yeah and you're like every every week you're like oh like maybe this is the Mm -hmm. week but uh like how do you get into like i don't know not for me group hangouts group Group hangouts hangouts are a great way to like break the ice or like before before ccu like when there's time Mm. or like in any college ministry like when there's when there's that downtime make it a point to try to talk to her and like i know sometimes there's like that awkward like tight little circle Mm -hmm. and you you Mm -hmm. can't really like make your way into that conversation but utilizing or like hank said city groups or group hangouts we do we do something like almost every weekend Mm -hmm. invite her invite the whole group invite her and her (laughs) friends friends, to come hang Mm -hmm. and then actually make it a point to talk to her when you're there don't just avoid her the whole time and then two weeks later ask her out after church on sunday and she's completely caught off guard because she's never talked to you before like actually make it a point to talk to them and see if conversation can flow and see Mm -hmm. if she might Mm -hmm. be interested and then proceed but yeah yeah, group hangouts are a great way i think to Mm -hmm. fill that out anyone else it's okay if not no i think that was good um spicy one but a quick one is it wrong for a girl to ask a guy out um i don't so hmm, I wouldn't say it's like wrong in the sense that it's sinful, you know. Um, but I do think 
over and over we see in scripture, it's always the man pursuing the woman. Um, and I just think you want to marry a man who mm. asked you out on the date, who pursued you. Um, and yeah, I just think it's the man's role to pursue um the woman i'm not saying if you've ever asked a guy out you are like <laughs> right, right, yeah. wrong yeah, for doing yeah, that yeah. or whatever um i just do think that's what we do see in scripture like um jacob and leah and rachel we just read that in the bible reading plan oh, yeah. but he literally worked for um their father for seven years married the wrong one and then worked another seven years just so he could marry the one that mm -hmm, he mm -hmm. like truly wanted yeah. Yeah. um and so i do just think it's it's the man's role to pursue the woman. Yeah, I'd agree. I don't think it's wrong. I don't think it's sinful, like, if you have. Um, I just think that, like, it it is, like, the man should take the leadership and have the gumption to ask um, a woman out on a date. Um, you know, maybe you've been trying to get this guy to ask you out on a date for a long time, though, and you have to give him a little nudge. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's okay to give a guy a little nudge. Hey, I like you. You know, I don't know. Maybe that's too affront, <laughs> but like, let him let him know a little. You know, if yeah. he clearly like, if you really want this guy to ask you on a date, but he's just not catching it at all, let him know. But like, I, I I really do think that like, what we need more of is strong men that are willing to take leadership. So, mm -hmm. question on that: if you if you're a girl and you're like trying to let a guy know, I've heard this before. I don't know. I don't know my opinion on it. Is it weird to bake him cookies or like give him a small like? gift i don't know if gift but like cookies or brownies or whatever it may be emma's making some voices what you got what you got no i i literally did that for oh okay me. well i i knew he liked me mm -hmm. but it was just kind of like a oops sorry um like a i like you too i literally brought him a balloon and candy on his birthday but that's, oh. yeah. that's besides the point yeah i mean i think that'd be a great way to like kind of show that you're interested it, well it was yeah. very clear to me at that point yeah. like oh wait she just got me this on my birthday right <laughs> yeah she yeah. probably likes me you yeah know? yeah so for one, I think to answer like the first question, I don't think that it's wrong, but I think that when you're looking for a guy to date and then eventually marry, that he should have strong leadership skills mm -hmm. and that he should have a confidence um, because that's biblical. Um, so I think, you know, you can ask yourself, you know, does is he confident enough to be assert? Is he assertive and is he confident in his ability to? Um, you know, have to, to say the difficult things because that is really important and you're going to want to be looking for that in a guy. Um, and then also, is he a good leader? Um, because he might be too immature mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. in where he is, if that's the case, or he, he might not be into you. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so I think, you know, and I don't think that you need to be like dropping hints or, or just, just be clear, be yeah. mature. Um, and if, if you are liking a guy and you feel like he's maybe not receiving that, you can say, hey, I really enjoyed talking to you or giving him compliments or just letting him yeah. know that you like you enjoy his company. Mm -hmm. And I think that that would be a really clear indication of not saying like, I like you and you need to ask me out. Mm -hmm. You know, See, that's right. a better nudge than the one. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Just saying I, I enjoy talking to you. I like spending time with you or. I really admire XYZ about you and how you you lead really well or whatever it is. And 
that should give a clear indication that you know green light yeah you, yeah, can, yeah. you can ask yeah, yeah. um and if he doesn't he he you might probably, just not be into yeah. you. And, you and then at that point you probably kind of know yeah, yeah. and then you yeah. can move on as if it's like super easy right just move on just <laughs> <laughs> um all right for the girls is it okay say sophomore guy comes up to either of y'all girls and says hey i like that girl over there can you ask her if she's interested is that is that weird um I don't know if I could expound more on that question. Yeah. So you and I have talked about this a little bit. Um, I don't think that it's weird. And I think that that is okay in specific situations. Mm -hmm. So, for example, like we said, it it probably isn't the best idea to just go up to some girl that you haven't ever had a conversation with and asked her out on a date. Or maybe you've only talked to her once and you just couldn't get the vibes. You just – you couldn't tell. You don't know. Um, So – I would first advise to try to hang out, you know, group hangout or city group hangout or just talk to her more to see if you can pick up on it. Um, But I don't think that it's always wrong um, to, you know, maybe ask a friend, one of her friends, hey, like, do you know how she's feeling about the situation? I want her as as long as like your intentions are good. If it's not to find an easy way out or to not be assertive or to be because you're insecure or whatever it is. Um, (laughs) I think (laughs) I think that you you should maybe evaluate your heart on that and if it's maybe okay I know that maybe she just got out of a relationship or whatever it is and I don't want to make her feel uncomfortable yeah um then I think asking a friend would be okay but I think it's really just about assessing where you're at with that all right two more questions um how can someone show contentment and singleness while still seeing the goodness of marriage as God has shown us in the Bible. Um, I think we need to realize, like, just read Matthew 28 again. Wasn't that this morning's reading plan? Yeah, I haven't read I read today. this morning's, but I'm a little, like, ahead on a few of them, so I don't, I don't know. Um, but Matthew 28, all authority has been given to me on heaven, in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Nowhere in there does it, Jesus tell us to go, therefore, and find a wife. Like, the ultimate purpose in your Christian life is to follow the Lord and make disciples for his kingdom. And so, if your main focus is following the Lord and discipling others and evangelizing, really just giving him, like, all that you have, I think that you're on a good you're on a good path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I answered that question. That's a pretty wordy question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does anyone have any thoughts on that? I'll say a quick story, real quick. Something that um, I think married people can help single people out is I think what y'all do really well is like y'all have had me over for dinner so many times and for game nights and sometimes we get rowdy and it's just so much fun you know <laughs> but like that's just helped me you know as a single guy just to be like man i, I see the goodness of a marriage mm-hmm. and like i don't know it's it's been really good for me and helpful and i think a lot of married people as we've all probably seen um they get married and you don't see them for like a year you yeah. see them like on sundays and then they're like whoa where'd they go <laughs> you know yeah um and so i think y'all have just done that super well thank you thank you last question what if you're a single guy or girl in the church and want to get married and have been pursuing the Lord but just can't get into a relationship? What would you say to them? I mean, in short, like I would tell them to keep pursuing the Lord um, and keep doing what you're doing in that regard. Um, 
I'd also say, like, maybe look around mm. at the um, women or men, depending on who you are, um, that are around you. And I think sometimes, like, I've seen this um, with girls and with guys, but sometimes your standards are so high mm-hmm. and you have, like, all these things that you want in a husband and a wife, and it's kind of unrealistic, or at least it's not fair. Um So I would just say, like, evaluate your heart and if you're having, like, just such a high standard that, like, no one can meet. um, And just, like, think about it, pray about it, and look at, like, who's around you. Yeah. There are a lot of godly people here at City Church, and Mm -hmm. I would just say that you probably have to open your eyes a little bit more. Any other thoughts? I actually have one more question that's a good one that I totally skipped earlier. Totally on that that one. But any, any thoughts on that last one? What you would tell that person? pursuing the Lord but just can't get into a relationship just keep pursuing the Lord I mean I have strong faith in the Lord's sovereignty yeah um, and that what he has is best for you um, and that doesn't always mean it's what you think is best for you so just keep following him what like he really does intend you to give you good gifts like mm-hmm. in the Sermon on the Mount he's not going to give you snakes you know instead of bread he's going like he's going to give you good gifts he's not there to deceive you um and so um just continue living for him yeah and truly pursue the lord read your bible every day yeah really pursue it don't be like yeah i go to ccu once a month i'm pursuing the lord yeah Mm -hmm. i would just say to like remain faithful and be patient and Mm -hmm. i mean it could be viewed as a time of waiting because it is likely that you you will be married one day um but in that time of you know, waiting or longing for a relationship that you're not neglecting where you are at. So not being um, complacent with where you are, but using that time of singleness well. Um, And yeah, like Emma said, maybe evaluating, are my standards too high? Am I holding myself to these same standards? Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. If I'm looking, if I'm trying to find someone who's pursuing the Lord and reading scripture every day and really plugged in, are you also doing those things? Are you also holding yourselves to those standards? Um, And then, you know, who are you hanging out with? And are you actually, you know, looking around and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Last question. Is physical attraction important in a relationship? <laughs> I did a, not mean to I did not mean to say that for last. I I really did forget it. I didn't mean to. I know it seems intentional, but I looked back and it's like, oh shoot, we missed this one. And it's important. It is important. It is. I have a quick thought and I'll uh, I'll say it real quick as everyone else gets their thoughts together. Uh fact of the matter is no one's attracted to like an 80-year-old, you know? Like and so um physical attraction matters, but I think character matters much much more. Sure. Um yeah. and then going off what you all said earlier about just not kissing in a relationship. I think that I know so many people who get physical early um and they're just blinded by like the just I guess mm-hmm. the goodness of the lust and all that you know making out and stuff you just like don't even see the character of the person you're dating and yeah um your mind gets clouded and so i'd say yeah physical attraction is important and i would also say so is character um because when you're 80 it's not going to be her looks getting you through that marriage it's going to be who she is so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. i'd say the same like um beauty is fleeting Mm. um but how the person um treats you and like you said their character like that's what will last that's what will get you through like the hard times not how beautiful they are yeah yeah for sure um so yeah, yeah. i mean it, but it's definitely important i think like you definitely should be attracted to the right. person that you are in a relationship with um but it's not like 
definitely it's not, not number more one. important yeah 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 i have two thoughts you from from proverbs 31 like kevin already read <laughs> charm is deceitful and beauty is vain but a woman who fears the lord is to be praised so what we're looking for is a woman who fears the lord because beauty and charm it does fade right you get old you know, old people are cute, but they're not like, <laughs> but they're not beautiful like they were in their twenties. Like, I mean, if you look around City Church U, it's a lot of just beautiful people. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we have in Genesis two when Adam meets Eve for the mm-hmm. first time, he praises the Lord and he says, "This at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man." Obviously, Adam is very excited about the beauty of his wife. Mm -hmm. And you should be excited about the beauty of your wife. In the Song of Solomon, over and over, like, he is very excited about her beauty. He says that she is an apple tree in the forest, right? Like a lily among the brambles. Mm -hmm. That means, like, she stands out in the crowd to you. You think she's beautiful. It It is very important. Um, but do not hang yourself up on it. Yeah. Like a woman that fears the Lord is very beautiful yeah. as well. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the Lord has created, he has created us um, and he has shown his um, attention to detail so well um, with his creation in humans. And I think that we can appreciate each other's beauty, um, but also, having someone like knowing someone that does for the Lord and having them or seeing them exemplify um, just a godly charisma um, that sometimes can lead to physical yeah. attraction. Um, yeah. So getting to know someone and seeing their heart for the Lord, their heart for others, how they serve can, they can actually become physically attractive to you. So I would, I would say like, don't discount, you know, someone because they might not be the most beautiful man or woman that you've ever seen upon first sight, but actually take time to get to know them if you see that they are serving well in their church and being a good example of Christ. Yeah. Um, because you never know. You never know. You never know. I like <laughs> Maybe that. we can end it on that. That's good stuff. All right. Thank you all so much for joining us. Um, that was a good time. We'll do one next time, whatever that may be. Thank you all yes. so much. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thanks again for listening to the For the Campus podcast. If this podcast was helpful for you, please take time to share it with others. Also, feel free to reach out to us online. Have a great day.